I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Friday, August 30th. Here's what you need to know today. On Thursday, the Trump administration laid out a plan to reduce the regulation of methane emissions, a major contributor to climate change. The White House has proposed eliminating federal requirements that oil and gas companies, which generate methane, install technology to detect leaks of it from wells, pipelines, and storage facilities. But the Times reports that many energy companies oppose the change. Like several car companies, they have spoken in favor of existing environmental rules and are resisting attempts by the president to dismantle them. And forecasters are warning that Hurricane Dorian, a Category 1 storm now south of the Bahamas, could reach the east coast of Florida on Monday as a Category 4 storm, with winds of at least 130 miles per hour. The hurricane has spared Puerto Rico and could still stall out or change course before Monday. Finally, On Thursday, as fallout from Boris Johnson's suspension of parliament intensified, two of his government allies resigned. Ruth Davidson, the head of the Scottish wing of the Conservative Party, and George Young, the government whip in the House of Lords. In his resignation letter, Young made clear he could not tolerate Johnson's maneuver, writing that it, quote, risks undermining the fundamental role of parliament at a critical time in our history. For more on the situation in Britain, listen to today's episode of The Daily. Just tell your device to play The Daily. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you on Tuesday after the holiday.